Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is O from Locker Room PO. This is your boy B. We're back at it again. Um, I actually had a, a pre-made speech <laughs> yesterday before we uh, we got on to kind of test some what? equipment. I did. Uh, I I wanted to, like, I don't know, it was weird. So I was practicing kind of just what I wanted to say because yeah. I feel like even though it's not intentional, when we, when we take a break... Um, or we're not consistent. Like, I feel like I'm always apologizing for it. And Man, it's one of those. We've been so consistent with the hiatuses. I mean, you no know, doubt. I think they understand, you know? No, yeah. I just, I was like, what am I apologizing for? Like, it's one of those, it's probably going to happen again. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, um, you know. And I kind of just want to let everybody know that it's not on purpose. It's just, you know, life gets to us. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, and if anybody wants to sponsor us full time, uh, hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm, I'm ready to quit my job when, <laughs> no whenever. <doubt>. Send that <laughs> check. Like, if you match my pay or a little bit more. Gucci. We're Gucci. Say less. Every day we'll have an episode out. <laughs> Every day. We have two a day. <laughs> well, that, but we'll have an episode for sure. Every day. All right. Well, maybe one. We'll even start doing YouTube at that point. Or maybe we should start for doing sure. it already. At that, so, at that point. So that we can pay for it. Shoot. Yeah, get some money that way. Um. Anyways. So... We're back again with another episode for you guys. I got it again. And, uh, it, it, you know, we this is our, our 30th episode, so we definitely wanted it, or we had the expectation to um, to make it big, make it like a good topic. Mm-hmm. But um, some plans didn't fall through. But nonetheless, that idea is still on the table. It's, okay. it's just not happening right now. Which yes. now I'm okay with, um, so it'll it'll come out. And that was a part of the extended hiatus. That was yeah, that was one of the bigger reasons too for that because we kept getting people that lagged out or that were flaky about mm-hmm. that topic. And I don't think it's necessarily uh, a bad topic. I think uh, or that it would put anybody in any in any kind of light. Um, I think it was just the people that that we had lined up that were kind of. Sketchy in a way, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Who knows? It's so, a popping topic too, you know. Yeah, we'll get to it though. Yeah, we'll get to it. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Um, so I guess it's like more of a tradition, and we were trying to stay away from this, but B and I do this thing where every tenth episode we tend to review and talk about uh, our previous nine episodes that we've had. You know, some of the stuff that we've taken away. Uh, what have we've learned? If we've learned anything, uh, maybe any unfinished thoughts that um, now, now listening back, because I do that a lot. I don't know if you do that. I'll listen to our mm-hmm. episodes just to see um, if if I make sense or if there was any, mm. any thoughts that I that I might have missed. So I'm kind of afraid of that. I'm afraid to listen to myself and sound like a dumbass. So. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it one time it comes out. I'm like, ah, all right. 
Okay. Oh, good enough. <laughs> no doubt. I listened to it twice. So I'll listen okay. to it when it comes out just to make sure that uh, all the audio and quality is good. Because mm. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like when it's finished product, uh, new things come up. No, you're right. And uh, there's things I might have like missed as I was editing the episode or whatever. So that's why I listened to it twice. But um, I've actually been trying to listen to a lot more because um, before we get into the talk, talking about our, our last nine episodes, mm-hmm. um, I had a friend named Jessica who happened to be on Instagram asking for like uh, suggestions for podcasts and whatnot. And okay. um, I was like, hey, if you're not, you know, too particular in anything, uh, check us out, see what you think, and kind of go from there. And she started listening to the cheating one, and she said she liked it, but that she wanted to give me her opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that have already listened to the cheating one, uh, this was actually a perspective that uh, nobody had given me before, I think. Okay. At least I don't remember anybody else giving it to me. But um, basically, uh, just a quick recap of that episode was I was just so focused on trying to prove the other person wrong that no matter what I look like now, I can still, you know, get girls to like me or whatever. Um, And she brought up the, the whole thing of like, well, what about those girls? Like, what about the girls that actually end up liking you? And, you know, why don't, why doesn't anybody talk about them? Like, it's just like, what about their feelings? And especially if they don't know you don't have a girl too. Yeah. So I didn't think about that. I didn't think about how everybody basically in that triangle gets, gets at some point damaged or hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely appreciate, point. appreciate her great input point. on mm-hmm. that. And um, I'm not going to go more into depth because I just, I feel like that's kind of like a null argument because it's like, you're right. What about them? Mm-hmm. You know, you, I can't really sit here and act like, oh, no, that I care about them, too, because that really wasn't the the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, <laughs> the funny part was that she uh, she introduced our podcast to her sister, who okay. is um, going to college for. Um, damn it. What was it? I can't remember what it, what it, it is. Social? Like, like a social, I don't want to say social worker, but it's like some, some social stuff. Okay. Um, anyways, so her sister started listening to us, and she listened to our um, episode about abortion. Abortion, yeah. And, um, like, my friend was screenshotting me all the messages that her sister was, was sending to her. And um, some of them might have been valid. Some of them, I think, she took what we were saying out of context. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I went back and listened to that episode to really see what was it that we said. Um, and look at some of the points that she was trying to argue with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Her argument was like she was uh, for women's rights, right? And when it came to that? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Um, and... <sighs> So I think I don't we don't we don't really want to sit here and pretend that that we know everything. I mean, we're we're average people. A lot of the things that we say are a mixture between facts and personal opinions. Mm-hmm. Um are straight up just not knowing and we just talking out of our ass. Yeah, that's well, I think we're transparent with that though, that you know, 
No, we are. are our opinions and this is how we feel about things. So, yeah, no, for sure. We are. Um, but anyway, so I wrote back to my friend. I was like, hey, well, look, if your sister would like to come on the show and try to educate us on on that specific subject, you know, she's more than welcome to, you know, because not necessarily saying that everybody who listened to our episode either agrees or disagrees with what we said. Um, but she's kind of been the the only one to be like more vocal in the sense of no, what you're saying is wrong. So um, I would definitely would enjoy for her to come in and educate us. But I think she she wants to come in and debate us. And it's, it's like I'm all up for a debate, but I just don't. Don't know you enough want to be hostile. You well, don't know not, her enough to be. No, I know her. I've, I've, I've known her sister for a long time. It's just, oh, OK. Um, she's the youngest. Mm. So like she was around the group of, of our friends, but like I never really interacted with her um, on that level. But mm-hmm. it was like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, in that particular subject, I don't see the point in, in debating. I want to learn. I got you you know, you? I'd like to be formally educated on that. Now that we're speaking about this, well, not that topic, but just in general, like learning. Um, I want to be educated by somebody who's like, well, not educated, but I want to hear another point of view of somebody who's like pro uh, child support because I have such okay. a strong t- stance on it. Right. Um, I'm just thinking about like old uh, old episodes you've had. Right. And um, I would want to like ha- hear a different perspective because I don't know if I'm gonna ever get out of my mindset about it, but. That's besides the point. But I'm just like adding on to how you feel about it. Right. Like, I don't want to debate anybody. I just want to get another perspective or learn something. Maybe I didn't know. Right. Like why so. it should be. Why yeah. it needs to happen. I get mm-hmm. it. And I think it's not to compare the situations, but in a mm-hmm. sense, like the same um, conditions can be applied. I think it's depending on on situations. Right, yeah. like like if for for example for um, child support, if you're a dad who is still willing to be in the, the life of their child, and it's it's more of like a relationship issue rather than not wanting to take care of your child. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the reasons why they shouldn't pay child support, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But now, if you just don't want to be part of your child's life, then yeah, that I totally agree. That I agree. You should. But definitely, of that, you should be responsible for that life until they're able to take care of themselves. Yes. Which is so. what, eighteen. Yeah. So, if anybody wants to come on the show and uh, give Brandon a <laughs> a pro approach to child support, uh, send us a DM message. Uh, I, I only, I'm only bringing this up as such a side note, and it has nothing to do with this episode. But I feel like it's been coming up in my mind or coming up in discussions with people. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, it enrages me, you know? No doubt. So that's why, that's why I thought about it right now. Is there something you want to tell us, B? Like, are you? No, 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 no. But I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm just so like hell bent on how I feel about it. And are you? I, don't know, I want somebody to change, change how I feel about it. Are you expecting a kid? Nah, 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 nah. A couple years, man. You know, I'm trying to, trying to figure out this whole education thing and, you know, get my life together. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, cause. <laughs> When you have kids, facts. 
care. Facts. <laughs> By the way, we're trying out a new sound clip. Um, <laughs> we got this new toy that we've been playing with for a while now. We just, there were some kinks we had to work out. And just barely figured it out. <laughs> we just you know, figured it out. Figured it out, we did. So, yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, uh, you can expect uh, random tones coming Transitions. Out. Transitions, <laughs> for sure, coming on the episode. Um, and let us know if you like that. It, I mean, I know we're used to not having stuff like that on our episodes. Yeah. But uh, for one, it was lack of not having the, vil- the ability to do it. Um, so we definitely kept them very simple. Mm-hmm. And then when we have the ability to do it, uh, we didn't know how it worked. I think it'll bring some some, um, some comedic edginess or some, okay. something more to the episodes, you know? Okay. I like During it. those dead periods, I feel like we can, you know, add, add, a, add a sound or whatever. Right. We have the flow of the, the episode. No doubt. Um, okay, so let's get into it, right? Yeah. Our last nine episodes. So, um, and it, see, I know that I keep trying to, to say that we don't have seasons, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of hard cause it's like, we're doing this recap. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a recap of every 10th episode as if like it was a season. Um, so I guess listeners at home, take it for whatever you want. You know, we're mm-hmm. just going to start from like episode 21. Uh, we had my friend Marquis on there and, um, it wasn't supposed to be that type of episode originally. Okay. Um, but it turned out. What do you out, mean by that? Okay, so I originally reached out to Marquis because I wanted him to talk about his his experience at church um, and wanted to more talk about his faith mm-hmm. and um, how has it changed since, he, since he's left the, the congregation we were both in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was a good mixture of both that and kind of his coming out story. Okay. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. So, and it was, it was important for me to hear that because, um, growing up, like I, uh, not growing up, but it's like, so there were some points in our life where the thought of, of him being gay, like definitely crossed my mind. But, hmm. um, okay. I, I never, I never looked at him any differently, you know, it's like, okay, there's there, I could see him being gay, but <clears throat> there's like no actual evidence of that. Right. And then after he left church, like we definitely lost communication and, uh, just, it really just seemed out of nowhere where he popped up with a boyfriend and like, he was like public about it. That so your your gaydar was low, and yeah, you know, he just <laughs> popped up on your on your on your social media. Yeah, one day. Like, it was okay, like, cool. It was like years later. You know, it wasn't like okay. like it was like a year after he he left church. No, it was like a couple years later. Actually, a few right. years later, popped up on on social media with a boyfriend. I was like, hey, like that's cool, mm-hmm. you know. And then I don't know, maybe not too much longer after that, um, he's getting married. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he got Dope. married and all that stuff. So, after when we had him on the show, he was already married. Mm. Um, but it was, the response that I got from that episode was, was interesting from, and it was mainly a lot of people that I've grew up with in church mm-hmm. that have also left. Got it. And after, after that episode, we kind of started like a group chat on Instagram. 
and like a lot of the same complaints and same issues that we all had. Uh, actually, I worded that wrong. The complaints we all had were the same, basically. Like there right. was there was issues of a lot of pressure being put mm-hmm. on us at such at such a young age, and I don't want to sound like a bitch or anything, but um, you're like in high school, you know, try, I was pretty much having a, a second job. Yeah, I was in after high school. High school. And everybody else was like college already. Mm. But I mean, like, they, it's like your typical college story. Like, they were all struggling students. You know, they had to mm-hmm. work, they had to go to school and still go to church. So mm-hmm. it was a lot on everybody's plate. And the fact that, not to say that there wasn't clear direction, but there was a lot of dependency given to, to the youth, mm. you know? And dependency or independence, like, you guys are independent. No, we were dependent. Like, people were dependent of the youth to basically continue to bring people into church, mm. uh, continue to serve inside the church, like, uh, as ushers or as, uh, I don't know, teachers. And, and when, they, yeah. when I, I say teachers, not, like, that they're credited. Some of them might have been, but it was more like helping with, like, the, the toddlers during Sunday school, you know, um, or being part of the band or, yeah. I should say, the worship team. Um, so there was always a constant pressure that I, I felt for a little bit. Um, it wasn't until like, I was really already on my way out mm-hmm. that I just stopped kind of caring. But, uh, yeah, it almost seemed like every, uh, the same, we all had the same reasons of why we got driven away mm-hmm. to, uh, from that situation. Um, and then we all just laughed about it and stuff, but. Overall, like I thought it was, it was an interesting response that we've gotten. Um, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was a cool dude, man. And obviously, I don't have that personal connection like you did, but it was it was it was cool hearing the story. Um, right. So, and what you guys had to go through. So, I know you kind of touched cool. on it a little bit, right? And he did too. But so, as as a black man, you know, being gay, it's not really. It's like taboo. Yeah. How how did you feel knowing that, or was that even like a like a thing for you? Like, oh, I can't believe I'm gonna talk to this black gay black dude. Not not no. I know not me. That sounded weird because I don't want to make it seem like you're close minded because you're not. Yeah. Um. But oh, maybe, maybe <laughs> it's a bad question too. Um. Do you know any of the gay black guys or black men? I should say. Hmm. It's a great question. Never thought about it. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I I I don't. Not that I not. I don't think about it. I, I don't know any black gay men. Um. I think it's just part of the culture, right? Like it just doesn't happen too often. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this haven't came out. I don't. I I don't know anybody. Um. Right. Not say I haven't interacted with a you know gay black person. I just. I don't have anybody that I'm close with or in my family that I know of that is is gay. Um, but I did agree with him on, you know, how the black family, I think I talked about it. Even yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. Um, How it's like really taboo. And but I think our generation and generations that come behind us, I think it's going to be more of a, a, a normal thing. Um, not so much judgmental okay. when it comes to it, um, but I definitely agree with him or whatever I said. I, th- I-, I talked about it. Um, 
So, yeah, right on. Um, so for episode twenty-two, mm. um, this by far, and, and I don't know how to say it without it sounding bad, I guess. Mm. Uh, but it's definitely been our most popular episode uh, that we've had in terms of views. Yeah, yeah, in terms of plays. Plays, plays, sorry. Yeah, in terms of plays, uh, it's been our more popular episode uh, by a landslide um, compared to all the other ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was the episode with uh, Desiree, Mm -hmm. Um, which... I don't think it's, like, bad to say it was a popular episode. I think she brought awareness. Yeah. And I think that awareness is draw, draw people in, so... Right. I guess I just didn't want to make it seem like it was uh, like on some clout. Mm. Like it was just more like it just happened to be that popular of an episode. Dynamic one. And what I was going to add to it was like it's it's funny in a sense because, you know, we didn't really say much in that episode. Like it was just no. She let it the whole way. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think we we could have let her go on a lot longer for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I know we would say we would bring her back and we are going to at some point. Um, we just need to reschedule that. But mm-hmm. for those of you that haven't heard episode 22, um, I would suggest you pause this and uh, go listen to that. Go listen, for sure. Um, I think it was definitely a very powerful episode. I, I definitely share that episode with all the women in my life mm-hmm. uh, for them to listen Same. listen to it. Same, same, same. And uh, kind of just help them be aware of their surroundings. And that in. Definitely. Um, so. We said it's our most popular, but I think it was the toughest episode that we had as well. Because, like, you know, obviously you, like, see, like, survivors on TV and stuff. But actually yeah. interacting with somebody like that, I think, you know. Yeah, somebody that hits it brought, like, it brought It brought something different to me. For me, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I definitely felt some type of way about it because, it, like, mm-hmm. to me, it hit it close to home because I've known Desiree for 10 years. Okay. You know, and I've known her since we were kids. I mean, not, yeah. and I don't mean like preschool or like elementary days. Like, it was definitely high school days, but, you know, yeah. we're still kids at, the, at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to see a person, and I mentioned this on that episode that, you know, she's such a caring person. And yeah, definitely got that vibe. Yeah, lovable and um, so easygoing. Like, you can just be so comfortable with her mm. that something like that would happen to her. Mm. Um, definitely, like, heartbreaking. And, I mean, I can only imagine her family at that point. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I definitely encourage anybody that is listening to to go check that out. Um, not to not to increase our popularity on that episode, but I think it's a strong message that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people need to listen. Yeah. So, and uh, her, her being able to to uh, I don't know, I can't say bounce back, but like be able to fight through, you know, everything she's 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 gone through. I yes. think it's a story of perseverance as well. Um, that people can connect with so I, I definitely take a listen one, sure. of the, one of the good things that i got back from that episode 
Mm. Uh, well, actually, I didn't get anything bad, so I shouldn't say one of the good things. It's just yeah. uh, uh, one of the just people telling me about the episode. It was it was the way she spoke about it and how um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, like she just spoke really well. She painted a very vivid picture. Yeah, she did. She was a good storyteller, you know? Yeah. Um, like, for something so traumatic, traumatic, yeah. like, the amount of details she remembers is crazy. For sure. Usually, yeah. I feel like in those type of situations, like, people, like, black that out in their in their mind. Yeah. Or like, that goes into, like, a, a very deep, dark box, and you don't remember or talk about it. But for her to be, like, you know, so open and willing to share her experience was you know powerful within itself so yeah so shout out to her um yeah shout out to desiree um yeah it was a it was a you're right it was a tough episode i mean we we didn't say anything we couldn't yeah we had nothing and to we put, put a little bit of two cents but she needed to lead that episode she needed to share her story yeah and we didn't need to get involved in trying to impede that so. right no you're absolutely right um I guess to make things a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, our 23rd episode, we talked about the absence of sports. Um, During the beginning of the Rona. From the beginning of the Rona. And how has it impacted us? And a little bit of like how we think and project that sports will come back. And mm-hmm. how how much different will it be? Um, mm-hmm. So now that we're talking about this, sports are back. Yeah. And um, Very different. Yes, you know, and and it's kind of funny, like, I never really thought that sports would be a political stand, and I'm not referring to, like, the Kaepernick situation, Mm -hmm. it's more of, I've gotten two, well, to bring that up, I've gotten two different types of people that don't watch sports anymore for two reasons, Uh, the first one is because everywhere around the world, not around the world, but, like, just about every sport now a lot of the players are kneeling um, to the national. They brought some political. Okay. You know, they're doing that. And that's all sports, not just football anymore. You got basketball, you got baseball, you got hockey. Um, And at at this point, it's not all players. So it's not a full team together. It's just a selective Mm -hmm. few. Um, But I have people that I've had conversations with that. That's why they don't watch uh, sports anymore because it's gotten too political and they don't want to deal with, with that. So, so, are they in the mindset of like the short time period that it is, let's say for them political, mm-hmm. it just takes away the rest of the, the game for them. Yeah. That's, that's enough just to, okay. So you have a two hour, three hour game, but that those two or three minutes of the political, it takes away the whole. Yeah. Like I've had people really just like not a sports fan. I have a, I have a friend of mine um, who I've met through as a customer. And okay. uh, she's a huge Dodgers fan. Huge Dodgers fan. Okay. Um, she won't watch baseball anymore. Not because of that. She won't watch baseball anymore because they don't allow people to be there. They have a cardboard cutoffs in the stands. Mm. And so she's like, and like she's kind of like this whole anti-coronavirus uh, thing. She doesn't really wear masks. I mean, she oh, doesn't. Okay. She doesn't have respect for people like when she's out and about. But she's just she's on like that. You know, if you know you're not yeah. at risk, just fucking go out and do live your life. But if you know you have like underlying health issues, 
then you're actually stay home. So she's on that spectrum of that. But still, like okay. she says, she won't watch Dod- Dodger baseball because of that. She's like super annoyed by that. And I find that a little bit extreme, but I mean, I guess extreme ideas. So I don't know. Is she a um, supporter of our president? Yes and no. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's like one of the few people that's like right in the middle. And, oh, okay. But you know what? It's nothing, nothing new on that end. Like mm. every president we've ever had, like nobody's ever really been like, or like, like there's never been everybody or like splitting completely in half. Like you're going to have the people that like certain things that a president does. And then there are going to be things that they just yeah. don't like. Um, I'm just asking because I feel like a lot of the naysayers or non-believers are more on that spectrum of support. Okay. Um, well, my other buddy. From what I from what I have seen, right? That's a personal take. That's not a everybody take. That's a, my take. Right. Yeah. Uh. Well, no, my buddy that won't watch sports because everybody's kneeling. He's full Trump train. Okay. Um. But that that usually what the case is, especially for Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. On. Yeah. So that that's sports. that's his main thing. Is he mm-hmm. he will not be on that. Um. I mean, it is what it is. To each his yeah. own. But on, bro. me personally, I'm black. Sports are back. Yeah. I'm really glad. At any capacity, right? Yeah. 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 I, I've i caught a couple hockey games, even though my ducks aren't playing. But it is what mm-hmm. it is. Um, And it is strange, obviously. But, uh, hey, you know what? It, it's it's how you it's how you play with the, da- with the hand you're dealt with, you know? Mm. Um, the NHL... Um, as an Instagram, they've been uh, been trying to throw some shots, but like they're funny. Um, one of the games they said, um, "What is it? Record-breaking uh, fan attendance zero. <laughs> like they put that on the billboard. Right. <laughs> and uh, they uh, they did a shout out to all the fans and on the stands right now, and then they pan out to just literally three fans." Mm-hmm. On the stands, uh, you know, so they're just trying to make fun of it. They're trying to make the uh, make light of the situation. Yeah, so yeah. they're doing their best, and I appreciate that. Um, also, big shout out to the NHL who are allowing our company to be their national partners as well. Really? Yeah, we're uh, sorry. It's a side note for everybody listening, but for the for those of you who know where we work, uh, we are now partnered up with the NHL. Interesting. Yeah, I so didn't know like, that. That's, that's dope. We're all in the maintenance side now. So awesome. I just don't know how that works. I don't know if it's like universal to every like uh stadium. What team did you notice that with? Or was like an NHL thing? It's an NHL thing. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So it's not like individual teams, it's a it's an yeah. NHL thing. Cool. Um dope. so that quick side note, that was pretty dope for me. Because hopefully they start sending out tickets. What's up? So, I don't have a question. It's a, it's a statement. What do you think? Statement, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you have some sports league who are, quote, unquote, in a bubble, okay. NHL, NBA. And then you have others who are not. And I feel I have uh, some, you know, um, 
hardships when it comes to the the coronavirus. Okay. Um, and keeping it contained within their league. Do you feel as though all sports leagues should have adapted to that? Are you talking, we're talking in the about bubble, like where they play? Yes. So NHL, they're in a bubble, right? They play like what two or three stadiums or two or three arenas? Uh, I think it was five at first, and now I think they're going to three because there's a lot less teams, right? In the playoffs? Yeah, well, because they started off with like 24 teams instead of the 16 usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because there were teams that were so close to being part of like the, the playoffs. The playoffs or being the wild card, so they allowed them mm-hmm. to play off. Um, but yeah, no, where we did the 16, they're done, and then now we're down to eight. So, Has there been any hardships with trying to contain the virus? Or they've been pretty... They've actually been pretty good. Uh, there was a, a scare in the beginning. I forgot what team it was, but they they had like three positives. Okay. But it was like out of 900 tests too. Yeah. So uh, that was one of the, like the bigger risks for uh, for the season to, to be shut down. But other than that, no, the, they were pretty good. So um, they're in a bubble, yeah. quote unquote. UFC is definitely in a, in a bubble bubble. NBA definitely in a bubble bubble. Yep. They've been very successful in containing it and and and, and keeping the sports going. Um, but I feel like for baseball, it's been a hardship, um, and I feel like it's going to be a big hardship for NFL. One, some some it's going to be ran state by state on if they're going to allow fans, right? Along with, you know, it's going to be a lot of travel because they're not they're not. Doing a kind of a bow situation, right? For, so, are you saying that they should adapt the 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 plans that other sports have, like limiting the amount of stadiums they travel? Definitely. Okay. I definitely uh, think they should have done that, but you know, Twitch is on. I feel like there's been a success right. on one end, and there hasn't been. So, so how's it been with know. baseball? Are they not being able to contain that? Because I know they're just playing. There's been there's been teams that have, like in the beginning, or even till now, there's been a lot of teams that have had an astronomical. Well, not astronomical. There's been like half the team got the Rona. You know what I'm saying? Or okay. A good portion of the team has it, and they have to cancel games. Um, the one I could think of off the top of my head, I think it was the uh, the Marlins. Okay. I think they struggled early on. Um. And they had to cancel a lot of games. And then those teams that they played against, they canceled their games because they were in contact with them. Right. So it was it was a hardship um, from what I know, from what I've seen. Right. Uh, but I feel like for their, like the NHL, UFC, um, not really into soccer. I don't know how they're handling the situation. Um, I think they were but, one of the first sports to actually continue to play. Yeah, they came back. Pretty quick because they were open in the Europe league, right? Yeah, a lot of Europe, Asian, uh, South American leagues opened up pretty fast. Yeah, that's that was like the um, weird part about it. But um, they have no fans, you know. Um, but I feel as though I think the the no fans thing is gonna is gonna be on for a very long time. Yeah. Um, at least until like there's like a better quote unquote control of Definitely. The, of the virus. Yeah, um, and even then, I feel like they're still gonna be. Limited capacity. Yeah, like maybe like half. Precautions. Yeah. So, 
But uh, I, I feel like for the NFL, they're just coming out guns blazing. They're not really. How many well, it's state to state. Right. So I know for a fact, Texas, the Dallas Cowboys, I don't know how Houston Texans are going to do it, going about it, but I know for the Cowboys, they're going to have, I think, half the stadium filled with fans. And to give you some perspective, they can fill up to 100,000 in their stadium. So they're going to have 50,000 people in the stadium. Right. Well, I guess they have to in order for the league to survive. Like, like we had this discussion about Mm -hmm. the UFC, right? Like, talking about revenue and Mm -hmm. how a lot of the the money came from um, at the gate sales. Good portion of it. But then we looked it up. I wish, I wish, I I don't think we looked it up, but I wish we could break it down. No, we did. Like a 60-40 split. I mean, you look into it. Yeah, like they're they're obviously they're missing out on on that cut, right? But pay per view yeah. sales are way higher, way up. They're bringing on a new side of fans. Yeah, because they're one of the first sports leagues to open up. Yeah, so it, it's way up. So I mean, yeah, granted they still are missing a big chunk, but the they're making it up. Yeah, and the a, deficit little by little is being made up by by the pay per view stuff. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately. For football, it's basically free tel- free tele- free televised um, games, mm-hmm. unless you buy like the NFL sports ticket or Sunday ticket. But even then, it's just to watch multiple games. So a lot of a lot of um, sports leagues they have TV deals. Okay. So that's where the revenue comes from. Obviously, they're gonna miss. Um, they're, they're they're the most. What would it be? The NFL has the highest revenue. They're the most wealthiest sports league. So I don't think it would be that much. Obviously, they're gonna it's gonna they're gonna lose some money for sure. But I don't think it's gonna affect them. I don't know where information you're getting it from, but I don't think it's gonna affect them that no, much. No, if it was elongated, was, if yeah. it was a couple of seasons, then yes, I'll get where you're coming from. But I feel as though it, it's probably gonna be a year. I don't know how it's going to be next year, but I think for we can count on it being a year. Um, if they want to go the no fan route, I don't think it would hurt them. It's going to, you know, they're going to lose some revenue, but right. the the wealth that they do have, I think will be able to keep them above, you know, above water um, as they go. We go through this, this, this crisis. Yeah, but, no, I, mine was just based on opinion. Like mm, what I would think. Okay. You know, again, like if you want to watch a UFC fight, you either buy the tickets to go see it or you buy it on at home. Yeah. You know, so either way, you're still making a purchase. If yeah. the TV stations are paying the, NA, the NFL, the NFL, they don't based on viewership, then that's yeah. different. But even then, too, you know, I think with the, I don't want to say carelessness, but um, with people getting so antsy nowadays, like there's there's starting to be a lot more. Um, I guess reunions, um, people getting together. You know what, what I mean? mean? Like just getting together at home. Oh, okay, got gotcha, you. Chilling, gotcha. hanging out, or whatever. So, again, too, I don't know. I mean, that was my theory originally with UFC, but maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's one of those times where I'm talking out of my ass. So, um, it does. But either way, yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad sports are back. Um, yeah, regardless, regardless of whatever we're talking about, yeah, I'm I'm super grateful. Yeah, um, for sure, especially NBA playoffs have been amazing. Um, I heard. <laughs> I yeah, heard. they've been really they've been really good. 
Um, the Celtics, right? They're on fire, right? Celtics here. They're yeah. really good. Good. Uh, just overall, just great play. And I feel like they're not really – they didn't miss a step. Obviously, that fan, you know, the fandom. But I feel like they've supplemented that with, like, they feed sound into the to the arena. And then they have, like, yeah. a little virtual crowd. So they're trying to do the best they can. But I feel like the play is still there. Right. You know? That's fact that I could be the – I'm sure it's the same way for NHL, same way for baseball from what I've seen. Right. A little lackluster in baseball because, like, those home runs and, you know, they, they pan out to the stands. There's, like, nobody out there. So right. that's a little, you know, that sucks a little bit. But I feel like the play has still been there and it's still been, you know, it's been good to see sports in general. No so. doubt. That's good. Um... UFC has been amazing. Talk about it, man. I've yes. loved every bit of it, man. Even though you know there's no fans, it's the fights have been excellent. I do like the no crowds better, to be honest. I mean, really? Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, interesting take. It's it's because for me, um, I like deci- decisions to have been made like correctly when it comes to refereeing. Um, I've witnessed way too many decisions happening where sound is involved. Yeah, Crowd so noise. Like, yeah, and like you can't hear the the mm. guys fighting, or there's no communication between the fight and the referee about whether or not they want things to stop. Mm. Um, and I think this has helped out a lot. Um, not having that, I think it's it also it it is a little bit unfortunate in the sense of you know if you're fighting two people that obviously speak English and that's the mm. only language you know, um, a lot of the things that your corner's calling out like it, it, you can't really if you're from a different country yeah you don't you don't know. Yeah, but don't they have like they have like ESPN deport this, and no, no, no. I'm uh, talking about like fighting in the cage. Like if you if you mean find the cage, right? And your coach yeah. is telling you, "Hey, sweep his leg." I'm gonna hear that. Mm. You know, I'm gonna understand what's yeah. going on. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the opponent, the opposite fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, I you get know, you. So saying. it's kind of like okay. I'm telling you what, what you should be doing, but I'm also because I hear it, I'm gonna be expecting you to do that. Got it. And I think that's also, I mean, even though I, I feel like it's like a like a deficit, but I feel it's almost been a good thing, too, because it makes things better, in a sense. He's like, okay, I know he's hearing, hearing it, but I'm not going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait a little bit. Strategy to it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I do like the no crowd. I mean, you hear the hits a lot better. Definitely. You know, they sound a lot worse than how yeah. they used to be. Um, and, yeah, I think... I don't know. I think even though they try to, but like it really just focuses more on the fighters. Like, yeah, they still have their walk-in songs and stuff, but mm. the distance is a lot shorter. Like, it's not that long. Oh yeah, yeah, because they're doing the at the apex. So yeah, that distance from the ring to where they're walking is pretty short. Yeah. Actually, how did you feel about the Dubai thing? I thought it was dope. The the fight island. Yeah, I thought was, I thought that was dope. Um, so I hope that continues. I, don't know, I feel like they're they've been the most innovative and and crafty when it comes to this. Them in the NBA, I think they're very very they've been super successful. Okay. Um. So, and the fights have been amazing. I've enjoyed even the the, the fight night cards. Like they've been dope. Yeah. So they haven't missed a beat. Like literally, they've had some good they, fights. They, the, the fandom is is risen because you know at one point I feel like them in soccer. Were the only two sports leagues that were up and running. Isn't that funny? Um, 
Yeah. Or like the absence of, of, of something you like is kind of allow yourself to be open to other things. Open to other things. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's, that's funny. Cause before you're like, nah, I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah. You know? Like what do I get out of two guys beating each other? And you watch you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's this pretty is pretty dope. dope. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, well, enough about sports, man. Cause we're not a sports show. We're not really a sports show. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, that's a quick reference to our new, uh, our new cover art um, yeah. that we got out. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It'll be on this, this episode. Instagram page, right? It's, it's already on the Instagram page. It's on our Twitter. Yeah. Um, check it out. Give it a, a heart or a thumbs like, whatever it is. Even yeah. though you feel that way, I feel like we have a decent amount of knowledge for when it comes to sports. Right. Obviously, the- you're more specialized when it comes to like NHL and, and UFC and then I have like you know the other sports, but that just wasn't really our route. It wasn't, but I feel like we have that's an added additive to the show. It is know? an additive, you know, because we obviously we're never gonna know who we actually are gonna have on the show. Yeah, exactly. So to be able to talk about that is obviously pretty cool. Opens up our, you know, things to talk about. Right. Um, but I guess we're not boxed in. I guess to fill everybody else in, the the reason for. Not uh, or the reason for a new cover art was because I feel like we weren't touching enough people as we should, um, in the sense of like, it's that situation where you judge a book by its cover, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you see, uh, a locker room, a locker room with a whole bunch of sports gear and a show yeah. called Locker Room Bo, mm-hmm. more than likely you're gonna think it's a sports show. The initial thought, yes. for sure, um. There's nothing wrong I had a, with that. I had a hard time with that because I knew what it meant. I right. understood our reasoning for doing it the way we did it, but I feel like for people who are, they look at things and, like you said, judge a book from its cover, it's easy to just, oh, it's a sports show. Right. I'm never interested in that. And but actually, if you really dive deep and listen to our podcast or even ask. Well, so you, know, you, should, you should address why we're called Locker Room. Uh, okay. Video because... Um, I think we mentioned it on our very first episode. Okay. But I strongly discourage people to listen to that. Like, okay. Yeah. It was trash. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, it was trash. No, it was Whatever. trash. I'm <laughs> not even going to front. So, so I think our original thought, and I think I brought more of this compared to Oscar. Yeah. When it came to the locker room thing, or the, like the actual meaning behind it, I felt I was more stronger when it came to it. But my mindset was, a locker room was a place for people to have discussions, not just about sports. It right. could be, or it couldn't be. It could be about life, family, you know, talking about the girls or for women's case, talking about the men in their lives. It could be about anything. So that was my mindset. I, I, I've, I had a duration of time in my life where I played football about 10 years and I feel like I had different type of conversation with different type of dudes throughout that time playing football yeah. in a locker room setting. So that was my mindset when it came to our, our podcast. Um, and I feel, I feel as though we've done that, but like you said, if you look at, you judge the cover of our podcast and look at the title, it's hard to understand that if you really don't understand the locker room setting, you're right. not used to it. So Yes, that, that's kind of my mindset about it. And we're reiter, reiterating it because 
don't let's start first episode. Right. <laughs> she was but trash. that's that's kind of that's kind of the mindset of what I have. But I understand that people aren't gonna dive deep like that unless they listen to it or you know they they judge it by what it looks like and then you know find something else. But that's what our the the meaning behind the the locker room bo was. Right. It's kind of like a dumb entendre with bo smell and then our name. So yeah, our initials comes from. So, yeah. So Brandon and Oscar. So yeah, that's where it was. But if you still haven't understood the fact that our first episode was boo boo, I hope <laughs> this uh, helps you We're understand. We're getting it together. We're trying bit. to figure it out, you know. <laughs> no doubt. I hope this helps you understand a little bit more of what it is. So our yeah. first episode is very. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Perfect representation right there. That's what our first episode was like. But <laughs> we had to put it out. If yeah. we didn't put it out, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. That's just facts. We would not be here. We have to go through those growing pains. Yeah, no doubt. Um, second episode, same thing. It's it's same not as thing. bad, but it's bad. Yeah. Um, third episode got good. I think after we our, progress. Yeah. You know, our third episode up, I think it's been pretty good. Like I'm I'm not disappointed at all at any of those. Um, so episode twenty four, we okay. talked to our friend Alex, um, Alex Williams, Canadian, our Canadian friend, um, yeah. who is an a student here in, uh, I believe, Iowa States. or Idaho. One or two. I'm not sure. I don't Alex, if you're listening to this, my bad, man. I forgot what state you're in. <laughs> um, but uh, he's actually become a really good friend of ours. Uh, we keep, I keep in contact with him because, you know, I, as I mentioned before, I kind of run most of the stuff for, for the podcast. But um, he actually is a podcaster himself. Yeah. And uh, he had us on his show individually, which was mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we've only really ever done, well, no, I'm lying. I've done three podcasts as appeared as guest. Brandon's only done two. Okay. Um, yeah. And the one Brandon and I did together, we were together and like basically at the same time, it wasn't mm. separate. Um, which I like that point. Cause obviously, uh, if you listen to us, you understand the dynamic that Brandon and I have, um, so we're really comfortable with one another, but it was different to be part of the same podcast at a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it though. Uh, the convers- yeah, the conversation that I had with with uh, with Alex um, kind of like took a little bit of a, a turn. Um, started talking about my past and issues with my dad, and mm. uh, yeah. So if you're interested in listening to that, uh, check out. Um, Alex's podcast called, um, oh my goodness, oh, uh, My Wax Museum. You can find that on any, basically anywhere you get your podcast from. Uh, that's, again, My Wax Museum. And then you'll find Brandon's podcast there, too, um, or his episode. And uh, I like Alex's podcast because he he, is, he basically takes the time to know people. Mm-hmm. That's mainly what his podcast is about. Is allowing other people to tell their stories, whether they're good or not, or whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. if I should say that because it's not. I mean, it's people's stories, so they're always going to yeah. be good regardless. But, um, and it could be anything like uh, life-changing stories, personal stories, something uh, more, more life-oriented. Which I think that's how your episode was, right? Like you were more. Yeah, yeah. Like more life-oriented. Yeah, I, I love the concept, man. Um. I like his, him, like I said, getting to know people and being able to t- 
tell them about themselves and open up things that you wouldn't usually think about in in, in a regular conversation, yeah. you know? So it was pretty interesting. Yeah, he I asked a lot it. of good questions. Yeah, really, for, for sure. sure. And, uh, you know, he, obviously talking to him in our episode and already having that comfort, but even going into his definitely made it a little more comfortable. For sure. Being on his episode or his podcast. And uh, we got to get him back on the show sometime. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hopefully we, we can do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a bunch of laughs that episode. Um, a couple questions about being Canadian and a little bit teasers. So if you're wondering what a Canadian likes and doesn't like, or does and doesn't say, uh, check it out. You know, that was a, that was a good episode. Mm -hmm. Um, so these next two episodes, cause they're, it's part one and part two. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the first episode was was good, but uh, the second one I think felt a little more draining. Just and and it wasn't like like it was draining in a in a bothersome sense. Mm-hmm. It was just more like the situation in general was just really really draining. Um, emotionally, I should say. Okay. Um. So for episode 25... There was a lot going on around that time, for sure. Yes, 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 yes. So for episode 25 and 26, it was our Black Lives Matter uh, episodes. And um, we had our friend um, Mason. Mason. Who is our token white friend. So whenever we Shout have <laughs> white issues, we bring him on. <laughs> Shout out to Mason. Shout out to Mason. And then I had my brother-in-law, uh, Chewy, a.k.a. Howard. Um, and then obviously Brandon and myself. Uh, the dynamic of that of those episodes were basically Brandon and Chewy are are black men. Um, Mason again is our token white friend, and I'm just the also lovable Hispanic guy. Um, good diversity. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Just need like an Asian. We do need an Asian person. We need an Asian and an Indian person, or Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. Yeah. We need that. So, uh, if you want to be part of the episode and you fit the description, hit us up. <laughs> um, so, there isn't much I could say that at this point, doesn't matter if you're just tuning in right now, mm. that you don't know about the situation. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting to just listen to it in the sense of um, some of the things that that differ from... Brandon versus me. Um, the biggest thing that I that I took from that was um, the mentality and the fear mm-hmm. that separates us. Which, mm-hmm. in, in the perfect example that we got out of that, uh, we talked about uh, a scenario where we all get pulled over, mm-hmm. and the biggest things that come across our mind. Um, at least for you and Chewy, uh, or Howard, however you want, however you want to take it, um, was the thought of whether or not you're going to die or lose your life compared to the thoughts that Mason and I have of like, like, fuck man, I don't want to have to pay for this ticket, Mm -hmm. you know? So that in itself, I think really explains the difference, um, or can paint a really illustrative picture 
of what it is to to be black mm-hmm. versus not. It doesn't have to be like so grim as like you're gonna die, but it's that nervous factor of interaction with the cop, right? Because you never know how it's gonna end. You never, you never know how it's gonna be, um, because of what you look like, right? Um, but I feel like, yes, that is a stark difference. Yeah, you know. And it, it was it was interesting to for your you guys' perspectives on like fuck. Cause I get that too. You know, fuck, I don't get a fucking ticket. But it's that plus that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But has it always so, been like that? Like or like due to the more recent events and now that's ours to come up. It's always been like that. Okay. For me personally. Right. Okay. I have people in my life that are cops. Great people. Okay, yeah. so start off with that before anybody gets all weird and wants to cancel <laughs> us and shit. But it's just, it's an eerie feeling because you know you got all these things happening and some situations are very even kill and it turns bad or some situations are there's a tussle or there's some resistance right. and it ends bad. So it's a wide spectrum of things that could you never, you just never know. Um, I can be this. I know the type of guy I am, compliant. Um, I, I think of myself as a, you know, a good person. Good Samaritan. Um, good Samaritan. But you just never know what type of person is gonna not like what you look like. Right. You just never know. And I feel it. it, it it's it's very frequent. Um. It's frequent enough for you to have those type of eerie feelings. Right. Um, obviously, it's not like every second, every day of the, of the year, but <laughs> it happens too much. Right. To a certain demographic. And and that's why it brings along those eerie feelings. So then people are going to be like, ah, oh, it's bullshit. Uh, uh, cops aren't bad. It's not the case. It's not where I'm trying to come off from. And you don't, you, you, if you have those feelings, you just, you don't understand you know, that side of things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I feel about it. No doubt. I mean, this yeah. episode was uh, was definitely a little, not, you know, it wasn't the episodes. It was the aftermath of the episodes and the whole idea behind everything that uh, affected me personally. And it was something that I reached out to mm. you in private and, and I asked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into full detail about it, but basically, um, I, I, the the one fear that I had uh, originally that I expressed in our first episode or that first episode twenty six, uh, part one, even in private before we had the episode, you had that fear, right? That's what I'm saying. Um, I expressed it, but basically my fear was to be questioned about whether or not I would have, uh, or be I would be supportive, or I would have somebody's back, uh, when it comes mm. to situations, and uh, that that was questioned. Uh, what happened? Yeah, it's questioned by family members, and uh, it was rough for me in the beginning, um, because a lot of side discussions happen uh, after some of these episodes aired, um, and <laughs> I don't know why. Like this just always keeps coming to mind, but um, I had one of my family members 
tell me that because I don't post anything, I'm part of the problem. Mm. And that that particular thing always stuck with me. I guess you can say it bothered me the most. Because, okay. um, I mean, I don't see myself as part of the problem, but um, maybe it could be. I don't know. But the main thing was uh, just some of the, the rebuttals that I had for those situations. Um, like I, they didn't tell me this directly, but um, this was one of those, like, he say, she say type of situations. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the family members uh, was told some of the conversations that I've had with other family members. And uh, one of the things that I've said was I bring up immigration, you know, because I'm an immigrant mm. myself. So mm. it, I, I bring it up not to compare um, the... Just to give context. Yes. Yes, but there's a word I was looking for. Now I'm upset. My bad, my bad. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, shit. Not to compare the magnitude Got you. of the situation, mm-hmm. but you're right. It's to give context. So uh, it would go back to the argument of, not the argument, but like the whole statement of, you know, you don't post anything. You don't have my back type of thing. Mm-hmm. And my, my rebuttal would be, I, I don't understand how you can be mad at me or think that I don't have your back when... I don't see you or I know that you don't post anything related to immigration. Um, and yet I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Why Mexicans can't get their legal status fixed or whatever. Mm. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I will never do that because I know for a fact you're not part of the problem, mm-hmm. you know, but when I said that, um, one of my family members said, She's like, well, you're uh, you're right. I don't, I didn't, I don't post anything, but you should know that I have your back. Ah, and just that statement contradiction. Alone. Yeah, um, and it's funny because so I, I know we already talked about this, but I I felt like it's a, it's it's important to give key details about the situation, mm-hmm. um, just because when we first put the the part one episode, a lot of people reached out to me and be like, dude, like I completely feel the same way. Of how I felt. Um, and just not wanting to. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own, their own reasoning, so whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. And when, when that person said that, <laughs> it was kind of like, I felt like it should have just been done and over with. Like, you know, but I said, then why can't you know that I'm always going to have your back. Yeah, because I've never, I've never done anything to anybody mm-hmm. that would be racially motivated mm-hmm. to say like, oh yeah, I know for a fact Oscar doesn't like black people. Or I know for a fact Oscar just does not like Asian people. You know, or white, whatever. Whatever fucking color you want to pick, I don't care. You know, I, I treat everybody the same. And I think I even, I brought it up a little bit on, on this part two. But I had a neighbor who was legitimately Middle Eastern, and I uh, spoke a little bit of English. And since I moved here, every time I've seen him, 
I've, I've always said hi to him. Like, hey, neighbor. Um, I didn't know his name until, until I'll finish the story. And I'll, I'll tell you guys his name. Um, every day that I saw him. Hey, neighbor, how you doing? This, this, and that. Always had a conversation with him. And uh, I would always go out of my way if I saw him to just say hi. And I got a new desk for my apartment. And he was at his house somehow, came out of the balcony and saw me trying to unload it and automatically just came downstairs and started helping me. Didn't ask me if I needed help. Just picked up it up like, come on here, let's go. So he helped me bring it upstairs. By the way, I'm on the third floor. So mm. that was already a... No, my miss way. Yeah. Um, that was already pretty bad for me. But uh, anyways, I thanked him and that was cool. And I saw him like about a week later and he told me he was leaving back to Dubai. Um, and he sat there and he's like, I just wanted to tell you like, I am so appreciative that I met you. Oh. I don't know what it is about you, but like you, you're just the nicest person I've ever met. And it was just out of just saying hi. Like I didn't, I didn't make him feel uncomfortable. I didn't make his wife or his kids make him feel uncomfortable. Like it was mm-hmm. just, just saying hi. So mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of the, a lot of things that went down with the Black Lives Matter situation like really bothered me because I know I'm not that type of person. So yeah, um, for that to happen really kind of irritated me, but. um it is what it if is. Some, if somebody wouldn't have been able to come at you in an articulated, non-hostile way of explaining things yeah. in your family, you think, do you think it would have been handled a different way? You would have felt a different way about it? Um, I don't know. I mean, if... Like I said, I think what really bothered me was the, the I'm the part of the problem situation. Um, mm. So I don't know I definitely heard that narrative Definitely Yeah so I don't Seen know Seen it I would I couldn't If even if those same words were used in a, in a person who Who was trying to articulate themselves better I think it still would have bothered me So I don't know or What if they wouldn't have used those That f- Framing of words Maybe I mean I think We can speculate right but I, okay. I would need to have the conversation in that manner for me to, to know how I would honestly react. Yeah, just that phrase alone is very hostile. Yeah, for sure. If you're not, if you're not able to, kind of dive deep and look at the the heart of that phrase, that's a very emotional statement. Yeah. Um. But for me, it's more as though. It's we need we need your support in a different way, right? Maybe maybe if that would if would have been worded in that way, maybe I, maybe it would have helped. I don't know. I'm just kind of th- kind of yeah. No, like I said, I needed to have the conversation in that way, like uh, I guess in an articulate manner. I guess this would be the best way I could probably word it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like not hostile too, man. I feel like. Situation is very hostile for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no I, I get it. There's a reason. I mean, it, it's a very no. emotional situation. So I get it. Yeah, emotions, you got to be able to control that, though. Right. Emotions are going to flare. I'm not saying that any of the people that I talked to were out of pocket. No, I get it. But they were, though. To me, they were super, supremely out of pocket. I'm extremely emotional about the situation. Yeah. Extremely. 
maybe more than what they're going through because I I try to educate myself and I try to stay tuned in yeah to what's going on but people who are outside of that spectrum or can't really understand you know where we're coming from they don't deserve to be disheartened or made to be an enemy of the situation right obviously there's already people that do that regardless they don't need for me to tell them that they are an enemy or they are an antagonist to you know the movement they do that with their actions right but for people who are kind of in the middle kind of unsure kind of you know in a situation like you 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 have a whole black daughter you know yeah and and so trying to figure it out they don't deserve to be you know made out to be some kind of bad person i'm made out to be a bad guy right i, I don't agree with it so that's why I, that, that that's why i said things that i said to you when we had the private conversation yeah but that's just me man because i am extremely emotional about the situation but i'm not going to take it out on you because that's just what sounds right at the time right because i'm emotional I try to redirect my emotion in, in terms of trying to be, try to explain myself. Yeah. But I'm always speaking for myself, man. I know I'm, I'm, I'm not like everybody else. I'm not saying I'm better than everybody else. It's just, that's just how I handle things. Right, right. No, you're right. So. Yeah, I mean, so it was definitely a tough time for sure. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's behind us now. Mm-hmm. So, it ain't behind us. Well, no. Okay. The situation. My my personal situation. Yes, your personal situation. Okay. Um, you about to spark up the emotion, oh? You know what I'm saying? I almost got hostile with you yeah, right now, no bro. Time, no <laughs> I saw the the audio levels go up right now. <laughs> the octane levels, the, yeah. the octave, <laughs> octane, octave. That's funny. Um. Yeah. No. So, again, um, great episodes, regardless. Um, I, uh, second part two, I think. You could tell the a little bit of the vibe was a little bit down, but it went from like we literally recorded both episodes like four days apart from each other, mm-hmm. and so much happened between those four days that just in those four days, yeah, that that really just drained us all emotionally. And, that, and we talk mm-hmm. about it, and we're just like, damn, dude, like it's it's just sad that it it almost feels like it's not gonna get anywhere, and that mm-hmm. I feel at least for me that's how I felt because. It just, I don't know, it just didn't sit right. It, it was all over the place from, like, those four days. And what do we have? We had uh, two, three murders in between four days. One was by cops, and then the other three were hangings. Still impending investigations, but there was, an, there was a couple of hangings for sure. Right. Oh, well, I mean, whether, whether or not suicide or not, yeah. they're still, they were still hung. It was, it was it was it was it was some it was at a bad time historical sure. you know backdrop meaning backdrop meaning behind it that brought out you know some deep-rooted emotion yeah you know, if, you, if you know you know yeah exactly so um yeah i mean check them out i, I yep. think that and actually i i think mason uh did an amazing job at being able to to express his side and how how a lot of people of his color don't fit that narrative that we all have, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just a matter of, 
I've been given given opportunity to as an individual, not as a white person, not as a black person, not as a Hispanic, but just given the opportunity to to people to really show them who you are, or show themselves mm-hmm. who they are to you. Uh, and I really appreciated Mason for that. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Um, so if you guys ever need a token white friend, we hook you guys up with Mason. <laughs> we got a good recommendations. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so for episode 27, we had my gay sister, <laughs> uh, come on the show. It's not Ellie. <laughs> um, I only say it like that because for a minute, I think I kept talking about the fact that I had a gay sister. Um, and if it's not intensive, my apologies, but that was not the case. It was just, that's my sister. I love her. That's an inside joke, man. Yeah. So that's y'all, that's y'all. Uh, we had her on the episode. She talked about her coming out story mm-hmm. and I thought it was cool too. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of those episodes, they, uh, not a lot of those episodes, but a lot of coming out stories are, are very similar, but also very different and mm-hmm. how things happen and how things were handled. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout out to my sister, uh, shout out to her clothing company, Spanglish living, yes, uh, sir. you know, uh, check them out at Spanglish Living at Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think they have a website yet. But if if they do, um, I'm sure it'll be linked up to her account. Uh, I enjoy just having my sister there along because it's it's something that I was able to share with her, uh, my podcast, and, and share that with her. Um, I shouldn't say my podcast, our podcast. I was able to share mm-hmm. that with with my sister. Um, and you know, I think just anybody that knows me and, and knows my sister just. You're automatically adopted. You become her brother. You know? That's pretty cool. So you are her brother now. I appreciate now. that. <laughs> you know what I'm um, so, yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. My um, familia. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, for episode 28, um, that one got a little bit dark. What was it about? That one was um, the Wafer Scandal. Oh, yeah, very end. Yeah, they get yeah the very end of that. Dark. And then right. we talked about UFC 251, which was Masvidal yeah. versus uh, Usman. And then... What? Was it? I'm almost positive. Let me see and look that hmm. up, because now I'm confused. Let me see. UFC 251. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Masvidal, Usman. Okay, cool. Um, I'm tripping. Yeah, honestly, out of that episode, <laughs> the only thing to really talk about was uh, the Jada Will Smith scandal. Entanglements. Entanglements. Um, and then the wafer stuff. Um, kind of throwing it at the end. Yeah, but have you have you noticed, at least for me, right? And maybe it, it might be because I don't, I don't keep up too much with that, but um, I don't hear too much about it anymore. Hmm. It's kind of disappeared, the whole issue. For those of you who don't know, uh, Wayfair um, supposedly got caught uh, trafficking children. Um, they used to have this part on their website where some furniture used to cost like $10,000, $12,000, $15,000. Like um, a simple $100 furniture piece. Right. And... They'd have multiple images of it with different prices, and they looked the same, um, but they had different names. So one was like the the Amy cabinet, 
and what was like the Lizzie cabinet. And I'm just making up names. I'm not 100% sure that those were the names, but each name was tied to a disappearance of a girl um, that had gone missing and they followed the missing report. People's missing reporting. I don't know. I think I butchered that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know there's a big rally going on, too, right now with, like, uh, wanting to, to free the children, not on the immigration side, but, like, oh, protected children, I should say. Uh, human with, trafficking. Yeah, a lot of human trafficking, a lot of pedophiles. Um, I haven't looked too much into it, but I think there's something going on about a protest or about making pedophiles acceptable, something like that. I'm sure there is. Yeah, so treating them like regular people, I don't know. That shit is crazy. But I actually that's weird that's weird about that. I was watching I think I mentioned it before. Um uh Law and Order, SVU. Okay. There was an episode where there was a group of pedophiles and they had an organization that was trying to make them I normalize their their actions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's crazy that that's like probably that's a real thing now. You know, that's like super like taboo. How do you normalize preying on children? Right. That and that's what's been going on lately. Like I think that's why the whole like like kids' life matter things coming from mm-hmm. and um protected children thing is coming from is they're trying to normalize Pedophilia? I, I butcher that. But Pedoph- I, pedophilia. Pedophilia. I don't know why I said pedophilia. Pedophilia. I butcher that, uh, everybody. Typical. I think it's this one. There you go. <laughs> Facts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I butcher that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's something I definitely want to talk about, but I, I think I'm going to have to bring Isaiah up for that one because he's always into all that stuff. Okay. And he could tell us more exactly on that. Um, Our token conspiracy theorist. We we have like Definitely. token friends everywhere, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Different token token specialties. <laughs> we got specialists for sure of everything. Uh, so that was our episode twenty eight. Um, episode twenty nine, our latest episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides this one, obviously, uh, we had. Uh, my friend Luis, also a friend of friends, yep. and his friend David, uh, who are youth and young adult pastors. Yeah. Um, and there's this one person in particular who I got a lot of I got a lot of crap from. Um, his name's John, and uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I asked kind of like a, a uh, is it controversial? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I ask. Luis and David about uh, accepting uh, gay people in in the church, um, and I, and Luis Luis makes David answer, but uh, <laughs> like Luis, I mean David gives me like the runaround Christian answer, which is the PC the PC answer, yeah, uh, which is as he should. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah. fine in the sense, right? But uh, John called me out on it, and he was like, dude, why did you let him get away with that answer? Like, you should have just kept <laughs> pushing the issue, which he's 100% right. This is what we're here for. We're here to find out truth. Don't hide mm. shit. 
Um, mm. Let's get it going. So, um, besides that particular incident, I think what they are trying to do is is really really dope. Um, how they're trying to be more innovative when it comes to reaching out to the youth um, mm-hmm. and reaching out to get different people to either attend church, be part of the church, and stuff like that, and change the stigma. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah, do that. Change the stigma. Um, we actually just had a conversation after the episode where I did push the envelope on on that thing. So I wish I would have recorded it. So that's on me, guys. You missed out on that conversation. But I know that there's been some talk on trying to get their actual pastor to come on the show. Who's actually a sidebar. Or sorry, sidebar. He's actually a cop. So maybe. Yes. So it could be two th- two different things. Two different kind of conversations we can have that day. We can double up. Yep. So hopefully we can make that happen for you guys. And uh, yeah. So here we are. Episode 30. Episode 30. Episode Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Um, Not me. I think for sure, because it's episode 30, we, uh, we deserve this. <laughs> We're gonna have fun with this stuff. Yeah, got to. I feel like you could have been more, more melodramatic. No, 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 no. There's there's more opportunities for you to, you know, some put something in there, a sound. But you know, yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah, you know? no doubt. Work in progress. Work there's in progress. a test. There's a test. Exactly. You know, making sure that this stuff works. Um, I guess, uh, uh, you know. This is a typical goodbye. You know, we're always thankful for for all of you that have uh, been part of this journey with us and that still continue to support us. Um, 2,000 views or plays we in. Hit, we hit, actually, we're like at close to 22 now. Very nice. We're close to 22 plays. 2,200 plays. Um, we couldn't have done this without you guys. Uh, and actually, we've doubled the amount of plays in less time than it took us to get to a thousand plays, took us a little bit, almost a year to get to that point. What's what's that in equivalent to our episodes? So if you oh, what, like 15, 20 episodes it took us to get there? Yeah. No, we did it. We did another thousand and ten episodes. Yep. Yeah. So we're doing it, bro. We're doing yes, it. Sir. We appreciate you guys, man. It, it's, mm-hmm. I know it's a, it's a frustrating journey. Uh, with us, cause it ain't frustrating, man. <laughs> Life, man. It's not a full time job. Oh man, it's like I still get beating yourself up, man. I know, but I know. I, like it's, it's, I think it's, the, the the loyalists out there, they'll appreciate us it's when just, we come. We, we do get people asking, "When's the next episode dropping?" Definitely, you know, you know what I'm saying. And and, and it's, it's it's on us to to continue to do what we can do. Yeah, I know you guys have been yeah. understanding. I, yep. as always, am hard on myself. Uh, as am I. You know, and As am I. we just want to, we want to continue to do good and do better for you guys. Um, like I said, uh, this was only supposed to be a five episode project and we're 25 more right now. 30 deep. And, uh, yes, sir. we don't let you guys know, even if there's, there's a pause, we, there's not a plan on stopping. Nope. So 
don't worry about it. If an episode doesn't drop right away, there will be one. Um, and you know what? This will be an immediate shout out. If anybody out you, because this this was going to be episode thirty. This was the topic of it. Um, so I'm giving you guys like a heads up. Mm-hmm. You know, just in case there's somebody out there listening. I'm gonna drop that bomb. Yeah, I'm gonna just drop it. Okay. Okay. So, quick little preview. Before you do that, what's up, Karen? This wasn't my plan. If you listen, you probably don't listen. I'm saying this wasn't my plan. Okay. All right. So, but go ahead. Oh, oh, you're letting Karen know. Okay. Uh. (laughs) Shout out. This wasn't my plan. Saw Oscar. Man, go ahead, Karen. You already know if he had to mention that. You already know was his plan. Um, okay, here it is, guys. Any of our listeners out there, whether it's you, whether it's somebody you know, or whether it's somebody that you know that knows somebody, our next episode, we'd like to have, whether it be a man, I honestly, at this point, I don't even care. A man? Yeah, I don't even care at this point. Okay, whether it be a man. Oh, okay. Or a woman, or a man that was a woman, or a woman that was man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You open it up, okay. Equal opportunity See? for everybody in this in this Equal podcast. opportunity, I, I love it, man. You know what I mean? love it. We are looking for somebody who has an OnlyFans, not an account that they watch other people, but actually make content for OnlyFans. Um, we have tons of questions, or may, maybe I should rephrase that. I have tons of questions because Brandon knows nothing about this. It was nah, not his idea. Only what? Um. The only fan I am is of Karen Rodriguez. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so much bullshit. (laughs) Um, So, yes, we are looking for somebody that would be willing to talk about it. And you don't, look, here's the thing. If you want to share who you are, by all means, share who you are. Mm. And I think think you only stand to gain more popularity, more followers, if anything. But if Our you little don't, platform, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and if you don't, we can make up an identity for you. Not a big deal. We, we just can, have. We can. Can't you darken the? Uh, or not darken. Lower the the uh, voice. I can't. What? I can lower the voice. I can make you sound what? like a robot. I can make you sound like. Like you just had a three day cough being spree. Okay. Um, I can make you sound like Alvin the Chipmunk. Type. You know. So if you wanna. I don't know. Whatever. If you if you're just down as fuck too, hey, just be yourself. It doesn't matter. Um, but we just want to learn the ins and outs, and we and realistically, want to know or I want to know if it's a fucking scam or not. It ain't no scam. It's a hustle, for sure. That's a scam. It's a hustle. But Change let me hit you with this before we got here. <laughs> what do you think about some of these celebrities or people who have a following? Who are making OnlyFans, but only putting out like more um, talking conversation, um, controversial content, nothing sexual based, or you know about your feet, whatever the normal OnlyFans content would be. But they're just talking about, for example, let me just get to the nitty gritty. Only Cardi B is partnering up with OnlyFans, and she's going to be doing content in regards to, you know, things that she usually wouldn't talk about on a regular, her regular public platform. Yeah. Or about things you 
think you know about her, that's going to be the majority of her content. Okay. What do you think about that? Um, I would realistically love to answer this question. Okay. The day we put this episode out. Oh, okay. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. We can do that. Um, yeah. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Yeah. Because before I, before I leave off, Green this check. is one thing I will say right now, and I will definitely mention it again. Okay. When we have this episode is mm. OnlyFans wasn't created for what we all know OnlyFans is. Mm. So if Cardi B did that, I will give you my answer. The day we could get that done. Okay. So uh, with that said, if that's you out there listening or know somebody. Holla at your boys. Yes. Send us a DM. We are interested in talking to you. We want to talk to you. Um, we'll shout you out. We'll promote your OnlyFans. We'll do whatever it takes to get you on this mic. Um, except follow you on OnlyFans. Because you're yeah. probably expensive as fuck. <laughs> um, so that's something I'm That's not, another fact. That's probably I wasn't going doing. there, but that was, that's another fact. Yeah. For sure. Unless you got a free code. Hey, maybe. We'll talk about it later if that's what you want to do. But other than that, we're just going to promote it for you. Um, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you again for tuning into another episode of uh, Locker Room BO. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your time here on this uh, wonderful journey of ours. And uh, it's definitely got to keep it going. Yep. It will. We're not. We're not stopping. So don't don't start panicking. It's gonna happen. So. I don't think we gave out that vibe. You know. No, I know, but I just you know, if you keep asking, it's coming, and I'm Come really on. just mainly depending on Brandon. They're hold. Fuck out of here. They're holding <laughs> us accountable. That's what it is. It is. And on some bullshit. Um, but yes, they're holding us accountable. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys. And uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locker Room BO. That is all together. No dots in between the B and the O. Um, or you can follow our link tree on one of those websites. And you can find us on all there. Not only can you find our websites, but you can also find where you can listen to our podcast. So. Thank Bro, what if we came out with some merch? You think we get support? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. I've been trying to design stuff. <laughs> I, I have. To, did I ever show you what I've, what I've been working on? Nah, but no. I'll show you after this. Yeah. I'll show you after this. But uh, yeah. So deuces, deuces. Peace out. Later, guys. The most dedicated.